1: Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show Podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: It's a couple minutes after 4 and you're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. How you doing? Beautiful day with plenty of sunshine, breezy, I have 81. Clear skies tonight, 59 the low. Tomorrow's sunny again, a little warmer, a little toastier. Tomorrow's high 88. Kind of continuing from the weekend, we had a pretty nice weekend. Danny, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Tim? Wonderful. How was your weekend? It was very nice. It was beautiful. Oh yeah. Am I correct that you managed to get out and about a little bit, get some sun? Of course I did, uh, every uh, Saturday and Sunday. Good for you. We did the same a bit, and uh, looking forward to doing more of that tonight. I'm going to head home after the show and do some grilling, because it's uh, our daughter's 10th birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Theodore is uh, already 10, and, you know, last night, she she came to us, dad, mom. It's my last night of being nine, and it was a nice little conversation. Told her one last story as a nine year old. Of course, I'll tell her more to come, and uh, tickled her a lot. Had a lot of fun. So we're looking forward to some family time, and uh, I'll be heading out at five oh five roughly. Nice. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, wanted to just say hello and. We get the week underway here. We have a lot going on. A couple special guests this hour. Dave Peterson, who has uh, been a sponsor of our program, is going to join him for a little bit. He's the owner-operator of Briner Chevrolet over in Jenkintown. And it's pretty cool. It's a four-generation business at this point. I think it's around 90 years that Briner's been doing this. And uh, Dave himself has been at it since he was a young man. So we're going to chat with him just a little bit to get some insight, you know, because wherever you go in this world, it, uh, you're, going to, you're going to run into somebody different about their experiences with COVID-19 and how is that affecting their business and their mindset and how the customers and all that. So just want to chat with him about that. And uh, also we have um, Senator, U.S. Senator uh, Martha McSally. She's a Republican out of uh, Arizona, and she has a really cool book called Dare to Fly, Simple Lessons and Never Giving Up. And I'm thinking, Danny, you might appreciate her for a lot of reasons. One is she is the very first female uh, fighter pilot to fly in combat. And, um, and then she also did a whole squadron. She has a lot of firsts that, that she did and also just a real um, you know persevering kind of individual. So she's going to share a couple of stories about it from her book and about what, you know, how perseverance and family and, and her faith all come into play. And same with Dave Peterson has had to manage a whole staff. I can't imagine having a whole staff of people to try to manage and take care of, you know, the responsibility right, for their finances and for their well-being and all that. So we'll chat with Dave about that. And we'll probably do some giveaways and throw some music in. You think we can do it? Yes? No? I'm excited. Are you? Let's do it. Okay. And, Danny, one other thing. I got a nice report this morning from Bible League. One uh, one quick update. It took a while to get off the ground, but we are now at 1,586 Bibles down and only 614 to go. So, wow. Yes. It was a really nice weekend for that. So, if folks want to help out? It's easy. 800 yes words. The number 800 yes word. You can go right to our website at wfil.com. There's a banner there called Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia. we will probably try and throw a few thank yous in as well during the program just to folks who have taken time to help out. So, that said, let's uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back and have a fun song to play for you and we'll go from there. It's Tim DeMar's Show AM 560. WFIL.com and on the WFIL app. Thanks for hanging out with us this afternoon.
1: You're listening to a podcast of the Tim Demoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
2: It's 409 on the Tim Demoss Show and WFIL. Mentioned before the break there how we're making some really good progress in our partnership with Bible League International. We usually work with them in the springtime for about a month or so, and we're kind of coming around that month mark now, and uh, as, as such, uh, very oftentimes, uh, in fact, I think every single time the WFL listening audience has come through, and uh, we're very glad for that, really glad to uh, to be able to do this. We're, in a nutshell, just bringing God's Word to Asia, where there, uh, the gospel is really growing very quickly. And that's the report, but also the report is that there are a lot of folks who just don't have a Bible to grow. Once you get the, you know, you get get to know the Lord, you want to keep that growth going, and uh, you want to be able to be able to dig into God's Word and and get to know Him, and then, of course not just in the beginning, but lifelong. And so that's why I like working with Bible League. It's just very simple. It's five dollars for a Bible, and it'll be in the recipient's own language. There are eleven different countries that we're working with with Bible League throughout Asia. Uh, there's Bangladesh, Vietnam, Thailand, Sri Lanka, uh, Cambodia, China, India, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippi- uh, Philippines, and uh, Nepal, and I'm missing one, maybe, uh, one or two. Anyway, maybe that was all of them. But the idea is simple, $5, and uh, again, it's in the recipient's own language. It also comes with, if you will, ongoing discipleship. It's a really amazing opportunity, and a part of it is because Bible League has been working for over 80 years doing this sort of work all over the world. So they have a lot of groundwork already laid, and we're just kind of helping uh, feed that pipeline, if you will, so that more Bibles can get out and and be a blessing to people and give them the opportunity to read. So thank you to folks who have helped out. Uh, We've had, see, Julie in Philadelphia. I want to thank her especially. She did a gift of 200 Bibles, which is fantastic. But, you know, you don't have to do that. You can, but you don't have to. You could uh, be like Jane in Fort Washington. She did 20. We had uh, Dorothy in Langhorn did 20. Teresa in Warminster did five. And um, who else do we have? Eddie in Norristown did seven. So, whatever you want to do, it's all good. Even a single Bible, it all adds up. Hey, if everybody gave a Bible to somebody else, we'd be in pretty good shape, I think. So, help out if you would. There's two different ways 800 yes words, the number 800 yes word. That's 800 937 9673. Or right on our homepage. You can just click the uh, Bibles for Asia, uh, Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner. And either way, it adds up. My hope is that as we kind of wind things down, that we can be done this week and, uh, and celebrate. We're already celebrating. 1,586 down, only 614 to go. Willing to take a bite out of that? It's part of our WFL listening family. That would be wonderful. And along those lines, I want to play a song. I played it once before. When we had Michael Woolworth from Bible League International on from Chicago, uh, I like hip hop music and rap and all that. And uh, this is a kind of a, an early edition of that style of music in the Christian music world. I remember being in my you know in college and wishing that that whole genre had some kind of representation, if you will, in the Christian music world. There just really wasn't any, or very very little. And then this group called PID Preachers in Disguise came out. And they did several albums, and I, I really liked it. This is just a fun kind of slow-medium jam that goes through the books of the Bible. It's called Get You a Bible. This is P.I.D. on Tim Show and W.F.I.L.
1: We're two deaf brothers and feeling real good. We're going to rock the microphone just like you knew we would. B.I.B.L.E. All the letters for all of you out there that all forget us.
0: Get you a Bible. I know you're going to dig this. That your mind can't even conceive it. You don't have to just gotta believe it
2: Get you a file That was it? All right, AM560 WFIL on the app and online too, WFIL.com. That's P-I-D and a song called Get You a Bible, playing that in conjunction with our Bible League partnership. Again, 800-YES-WORD if you want to help out. That's from the early days of Christian hip-hop. A lot of other artists did come after that. You have folks like DJ Madge from Toby Max Band. Uh, you have uh, groups like uh, Grits and Verbs and uh, uh, John Rubin, KJ52, Lecrae, of course, Philly's own cross movement among many. And I am hoping we can have some of those folks on the program. We've actually had one or two of those, uh, one two of those on the program so far. We're hoping to do more of that in the days to come. And just, to, you know, if you're just tuning in, the, the program that we do here is based on John 3.16. I mentioned this once in a while. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And if you take that verse seriously, John 3:16, 16, really, uh, there's a lot in there, obviously. It's probably the most well-known verse in Scripture. But it really, it means that the God of the universe wants to be reconciled to you. Whoever's listening to my voice and everybody else too, right? So whether you have accepted him already or whether you've thought about it or whether you're not sure if you've really done it or whether you have not, Or whatever, wherever you're at with all that, that verse is true, and God wants to have a relationship with you. So, part of it's through His Son. So, my hope is that this program reflects that, and um, I think it's healthy to remember that Jesus died for you, but not just you. He died for me, but not just me. And I like to stretch myself, so sometimes I'll, you know, when it comes to music, like hip hop. I might listen to jazz or country or other styles of music, try to educate myself a little bit so I can have an appreciation uh, for those styles of music. So that I guess the punchline being, or the main thing being, be encouraged to, yeah, it's fine to have your preferences, things you like, but I would hope that each one of us, especially if you're interested in helping other people know about the Lord, that you'd want to also stretch uh, yourself and where you're coming from and your understanding of things. Maybe you don't like rap music at all, but at least you could hear it and say, you know what? I know somebody else who does. So now I know more than I did before and I can point people to that or it might be something else, another style of music. It might be a topic. It might be whatever, whatever it is. So, um, because that's the hope. I hope that I can, um, you know, be as well versed as possible and able to speak with different people on different things. I'm not, I'm not trying to be the expert. I can't be the expert on everything. And, and really ultimately the goal is just to point people to the Lord. But I hope that the conversations and growing, uh, you know educating myself if you will and, and learning put myself in other people's shoes allows me to have more conversations with people and really to do listening to, to listen to what people have to say and where they're coming from. On the Bible topic, just want to throw a, a, a quick passage at you from Psalm 62 and why helping out with our partnership with Bible League matters so much uh, because uh, people need to hear it and th- imagine where you would be if you did not have scripture for yourself to to go to and be reminded. we need that encouragement right? Uh, you can know something, but you still need to be reminded of it. Rarely do I find that I, I get it once and I, I have it for the rest of my life. When my, when my mom passed away five years ago, I don't even remember how, but I came to Psalm 62. And it simply says, there's just a few verses out of that chapter it says, my soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will never be shaken. Find rest. O my soul in God alone. My hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Those are just a few verses from Psalm 62. And I can tell you how those verses were super important to me when my mom passed away a little over five years ago. And I'm so grateful that I had the Word of God to turn to. And that's just one example i give you many more. I'm sure you have your own. So be encouraged that as you step up and say, even if you do one Bible for $5, that you're giving that gift to someone else. And as uh, Michael from Bible League pointed out to us when he was on, um, I guess it was a week or two ago, he said, don't forget, the Bible that you're giving these folks, it's not uh, just their first Bible. It's probably the only Bible they'll ever have. It's not that they're going to get it, wear it out, and probably get another one. I never thought of it that way. I'm just thinking the front end, but what if you only had one Bible for your entire life? That's actually probably what you're doing when you help out with this, too. So be encouraged to step up and help out. 800 Yes Words, the number 800 Yes Word. Or you can go to our site, wfil.com. There's the Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner. And uh, our goal is coming along very nicely, and most importantly, we're getting the word of God to folks who need it in Asia. Believers, where the church—you know—the church is growing very quickly, but the word of God is in scarce supply. One thousand five hundred eighty-six so far, and six hundred fourteen to go. Would you be willing to step in and help out? We'd love to have you join hands with us on that. It's a privilege to be able to do this work. We have a quick break to take. Keep our show rolling in just a moment. The Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Thanks for listening in today. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss
1: Show podcast with AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
2: It's 424 on the Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Coming up a little later on this hour, U.S. Senator Martha McSally. She has served 26 years in the U.S. Air Force. She retired some years back and uh among other things, has written a new book called Dare to Fly, Simple Lessons in Never Giving Up. Looking forward to having her on the program. Uh, But before we do that, we have another very special guest. His name is Dave Peterson, the owner-operator of Briner Chevrolet, which, among other things, helps our program. uh, The wheels spin, if you will, in a good direction. And we give out gift cards courtesy of Briner to Duncan and Panera and us and Wawa periodically, and uh, we're glad to have Dave on the program today. Dave, how you doing, my friend? Good to talk to you. Good afternoon, Timmy. How you doing? Great. How you been?
3: Been a little while. I tell you what, it's been the most interesting three or four months, maybe of my life, just watching what, what's transpired, you know, in the business with this COVID thing. It's just, it's just been. I mean, we were at a point here where we probably had two thirds of our employees laid off. At a wow. car dealer show. I mean, it was just amazing. That's back in March, you know, when it all started. Yeah. Slowly now, as of today, we have everybody back on board. So wow. we're finally getting out of this thing, but it, it's just been, and it's just been crazy. Everybody's walking around with masks. I said to my wife for one day when we pulled up in front of, a, I think it was a Sam's Club. Yeah. And there's a line of people hanging out, you know, out the front door, they're letting 10 in at a time or something. But the masks, everybody with the masks on. I said, "This looks like a Twilight gym." Yeah. <laughs> just know I we're know. in America. I mean, it's, it's I know. bizarre, but it's just it's just the way it is. It, you got to live with it.
2: And well, it, the good uh,
3: Lord takes care of us, and you
2: know. Yeah. Well, so. we, well, we've appreciated. We've been able to still continue giving some gift cards away over the past few months, courtesy of your dealership, which yep. we appreciate, which is mm-hmm. great. Uh, I just thought it'd be great to touch base for a moment. To, you know, just to paint a little bit of a picture kind of you did already start a little bit but so what yeah. w- what happened for you did, what was the I' don't want to call it the low point but were you ever completely shut and part or partially open or just certain things and the, and where are you now would you say with regard to first
3: that? the first month and a half sales was shut selling no cars
2: like not, now, not our, allowed our, to sell a car like you weren't allowed to even show them oh, or oh
3: nope no road test nothing. Very very odd to me. Uh, the, the gov- it was the governor's deal, but um, the only way we could sell a car is fully over the internet. I mean, and that I means fully everything. And people just don't want to do it. Most people don't want to do that. Sure. Give up financials and all that stuff. So we were essentially didn't. We sold uh, I don't know four or five cars I think in March. Wow. Or April actually. April was the first full month, and it was just. But then then finally the governor allowed us to open up. I guess that this was actually just um, I don't know a couple of weeks ago, week ago, to open up and uh, and face-to-face sell with all the distancing and masks and all that stuff. So yeah, it's slowly. I mean, it's coming back. I mean, we did 110 cars that new and used, I, I guess last last wow. month. So it's coming back. It's on its way back. Service was always open. Okay. Social distancing, but um, the, if you remember back, you know we we tend to um, Forget fast, but if you remember back, people were just afraid to go out. Even they were locked down, and so service suffered because we didn't we didn't have any volume of cars coming in. And and for the first month, we wouldn't let people in the building. They dropped them off out front. We ported them in, got them done. Everything was done over the phone, yeah, distancing with the credit cards and all that. So it's been and every every small business in PA went through the same thing. It's not like we're the the only ones, but it's just been a wild time, I'll tell you. <laughs>
2: so, well, and you've been so doing we, this we, for we, how many we, years? Yeah, I mean, you, this is your fourth, gen, third, you're third out of I four mean, I, generations. Yeah, right? I've
3: been running around. I've been running around this dealership since I was fifteen, and I'm seventy. So, you know. wow!
2: And you've but, never seen anything like this. I'm guessing. All I mean, this is just no. cra- it's crazy. It is me, crazy. It's crazy. Let it, me. Go ahead. Go. No, on. I was going to say, uh, you know, uh, for folks just tuning in, just chatting with Dave Peterson, uh, owner-operator, of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown, and been supporting our program for a while, and just checking in how things have been. We haven't talked for a while. Uh, I was, I was curious how clear it has been for you with the dealership, and and trying to keep up with what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do. Uh, is there? Is? I very, mean, fluid, very confusing. but confusing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Very confusing. Oh yeah, very confusing. Nobody really knew what to do. We had our state organization helping us, all the dealers in Pennsylvania, with um, interpretations on on the, the like, for instance, that PPP money which we applied for and got. Yeah, we had to pay it back, but um, we applied for and got. But it was just so many. You know, the government has all these bureaucrats do this stuff. <laughs> you know, write yeah. all the all the rules and regs and all that stuff, and then. You know, your local legislators, they don't really understand it either. I mean, they, eventually they do. But, you know, you learn as you go. And, yeah. and uh, it was very confusing, very confusing. That's we prob- got through it, but, you know. It's
2: its probably a good – good the learn-as-you-go phrase is probably appropriate for just about everybody, especially because there's so many people. It's, it's really affecting everybody on one level or another, yeah. multiple yeah. levels. Sure is. Even the customers, I would guess, aren't probably sure what they're allowed to do or not allowed to do or how they're supposed to interact with you as things – yeah you know, are are unfolding uh, yeah so yeah. but so are you seeing things swing up in the in a good direction are, are, like uh coming coming oh yeah, it's yeah? coming, it's coming now, finally, okay.
3: yeah, people are starting to get used to it, I think i mean consumers and, and they're they're out and about now, look at the roads the roads you know they have way more traffic on them now, and people, right. look, people it's like a pen up market, people have to get car service. they have to some, some buy a car. We have two people that had totaled cars, they couldn't buy a car early on in this process, yeah couldn't go buy a car one of them went to another state
2: yeah so, well you, yeah <laughs> again yeah, well, that's what happens as you go uh, well you love the lord yeah. a lot too dave and i just want to bring that in here you know and you referenced it early in our chat just just so folks know and, and uh you could share you know be as honest as you yeah, like I, about how the lord's helping actually, you through all this
3: oh yeah well you know
2: actually you know i i i was saved
3: at a Billy Graham concert when I was 14 at the convention center in Philly. Now think how long that back that goes. <laughs>
2: wow. And it
3: was a magnificent, it was a magnificent experience because it was like nothing I ever experienced. I mean, it was like, I was lifted up out. I was way up in the top with my dad and my brother way up and just, I lifted up and walked down and went forward and gave my life to Christ. So anybody that's a, that's a Christian understands there's, there is a peace that Christians have that, that, people that aren't christians or most most people don't have i mean i rely on the lord of, of, on all these things i say hey, lord what are you trying to teach me today here you know with when all this so, things like this go on you know but yeah it's it's an inner peace and it it's it just it's a, it's a it's a great way to live it's yeah. a great way to live you know most people in the, walking around on the earth today especially in the united states have three questions where where they come from why are they here and where are they going everybody innately has those questions in in programmed in them well, Christianity tells you those answers. It's true. You know, so <laughs>
2: it's, it's, a way, it's a great
3: way to live. That's, you know, it's just, it's just wonderful.
2: Well, and I would say this. I'm just guessing, but uh, one of the as far as having peace, uh, you know, I have a small business. It's a DJ business, but I'm the only employee. Yep. I don't. I have some uh, subcontractors who help run my photo booth, but they're not counting on me to pay their bills necessarily. Uh, you though have a dealership with uh, a whole staff of people. And that responsibility, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that could could have really weighed on you, or you know, and, and still does. But able to take those anxieties to God too, as far as trusting Him to help. For that, sure, right? Oh, I mean,
3: yeah. yep, yep, yep. We paid all of our, empl- our employees' health care, both sides of it. They're a part, in our part, for for the um, up, up until June 1st. Now everybody's back now. But we we just, uh, I just felt that that's the right thing to do. You know, these people are scared. You know,
2: yeah. Yeah.
3: So, and and that's just what we do, you know. You, you, you know, everything's not all about money, at least in my world. <laughs> I mean, you got to make money to keep the lights on and all, but it's not, everything's not about money. It's yeah. about people, you know.
2: People buy cars, so. it's true. And by the way, if I remember correctly, are you still doing that $100 deal? The uh Church or charity of choice? your choice? Church or charity of your
3: choice. Buy a car, new use, we'll send a check for 100 bucks to. whatever charity or church you'd like us to we do a lot of that too we probably do 20 of
2: them a month that's great So, that's great folks should ask for that if they get in touch that's great yep you bet you bet well thank you sir it's great hearing your voice greetings to your son and the and the folks over there and uh, hopefully you'll see you before long will do all right thanks dave
3: yep take Take care care. bye bye Bye. all
2: right dave peterson owner operator briner chevrolet in Jenkintown. we like him don't we danny of course we do. Because he's a nice guy, but also he gives us stuff to give away, which is fun. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so if you're just tuning in, 434 on the Tim Demar show, Tim and Danny hanging out, uh, forecast beautiful, sunny, high of 81 today, cleared night, low 59, throw open the windows, air out the house, so the curtains rustling gently in the breeze, and tomorrow's sunny with a high of 88. Uh, speaking of giveaways, and Danny's often so, you know working, getting the prizes out to folks, if you want to text our text line right now, let's give away a few gift cards. You can pick. It's just something simple, nothing fancy schmancy, $5.60, enough to get yourself a hoagie or a couple of coffees and a couple of donuts, just a little way of saying thank you for listening. Uh, but we make a lot of winners. We like doing it, kind of spreading the wealth, if you will. Text line is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. And just, you know, send your name and uh, if you have a preference, the four places that we have them to are Duncan, Panera, Rita's, and Wawa. So there you go. And uh, we'll draw out some winners when the uh, show wraps up. One more time at 610-500-DOVE if you want to get in the mix on that. Danny, I I don't know if you heard, uh, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to have Dave on, I think it's been a number of months, was just to get an idea of like, so what's it like? Because kind of everywhere I go, I'm not really sure what to expect. Have you have you been out much, you know, and, and have you run into really weird things one way or the other? Or is it just kind of everyone's playing it safe? And what have you come across? I mean,
4: yeah. I mean, everyone is wearing masks. If no one has a mask on, they're not allowed inside the
2: store or wherever I am. I
4: and mean, it's just crazy.
2: Yeah. Well, I read something about a, a state senator, and I want to look this up, or a, a state representative, who said um, that... If you're actually in a place that um, sells food or medicine, that they can't mm-hmm. make you wear a mask. I'm not talking about if you have a health condition. That's kind of been out there. If you if you say I have, I don't know, asthma or some kind of a real problem with a mask, then I then I'd, I you know maybe I have to have a note. I'm not sure. Uh, but that actually, he says, if there was a law saying you can't go into a certain venue that's open for business, like like a drugstore that sells I won't name them by name, but if you go into a drugstore that sells food or medicine, they're supposed to be able to let you in, even if you don't have one on. So, no. the, so, I, so I want to look that up. Um, I usually don't throw things out and say I heard, but I, I did read, and, I, and it was a, it was a Pennsylvania lawmaker who says if there was an actual law about it, I would I would have known about it because it would have crossed my desk. I'd have to be part of it, voting on it. But the but the main point being, and I think um, Dave Peterson was talking about it there. Is It's it's just going to take some time also for people to know, well, what am I allowed to do and what am I – like for me, I'll follow the rules. I'm good with that. But I also don't want to unnecessarily push something out that doesn't have to be going on. Do you know what I mean? I'd eventually like to not have a mask on when I go into a restaurant or if I go in to get a cup of coffee somewhere, I'd like to not have to. But again – And even it's a a little tricky too because you want to respect other people's feelings. Uh, You know, I I don't post on social media at all about this because, and don't talk about the show too much either, just because it's such a wide range of people. People have lost loved ones. Others, it's just been kind Mm -hmm. of an extended chance to decompress and have time with family and everything in between. And then some people are thinking it's way overblown and other people are still very kind of concerned and that, you know, play it very conservatively. So you want to be careful to, you know, if I, if I read my Bible right, you want to love people, so that means being patient and kind, and you take each case as it comes and each person as it comes. So it's it's not easy too, because some people I know have have lost their, lost some business or lost um, you know money or, or other things too, and there's frustration that they want to be able to kind of get out. But uh, it's hard because you guys make sure you're talking to the right person. Let's put it that way. Right. You, know, you don't want to be yelling. You don't want to be getting frustrated at somebody who had nothing to do with your problem. <laughs> so right. if so to speak. So uh, anyway, on a different note, Danny, the, the, not that we're going to get into it right now, but the, the different sports leagues are starting to make plans to come around. We may chat about this a bit more tomorrow. Brian Smith from the Flyers, who is one of their broadcasters on the road games and also does a lot of media work for them. Is going to join us for a little bit just to give an update on what's happening in in the National Hockey League and with the Flyers. And there's some news that Major League Baseball may be starting to get closer to making a deal and basketball starting to make a return. Everything's kind of delayed. Uh, But we've been giving away this book, This Day in Philadelphia Sports, and we couldn't have picked a better time for this because there's nothing really new to report. There are no, no games to talk about, generally speaking. So folks are looking backward in time. And mm-hmm. this book we've been giving away this day in Philadelphia sports, it's a survey on our site, right? And folks can go and fill out who their favorite athlete is. And, um, and like, if you could ever have been at one game in particular, which one would it have been as you know, a Super Bowl championship or something else? And, and there are a couple other questions, no right or wrong, just have fun with it. You don't have to be a genius to you know, It's not a quiz, just a survey. And then you get entered to win this book this day in Philadelphia sports, which has Philadelphia specific Philadelphia highlights and lowlights uh, from, for every single day of the year. And so looking at June 8, which is what today is, uh, it says back in 19... Where was it? Where am I? I'm in August. Wrong. Here we go. This You'll find this interesting. June 8, 1989. So that would have been 31 years ago. On mm-hmm. this date in 1989, the Pittsburgh Pirates scored 10 runs in the first inning at Veterans Stadium. Now... Uh, you know, destroyed and they have a citizen's bank up there. Now prompting the broadcaster for the pirates, Jim Rooker to proclaim, if we lose this game, I'll walk home to Pittsburgh. (laughs) Phillies immediately whittled away with two runs in the bottom of the first inning. And the comeback was on trailing just 11 to 10 in the bottom of the eighth. The Phillies tacked on five more runs to take the lead and the game 1511. In the offseason, the broadcaster Jim Rooker made good on his promise, raising nearly $100,000 in a 13 day charity walk from Philly to Pittsburgh. Wow. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> Better be careful what you say. <laughs> so, <laughs> right? So, but it all worked out well in the end. And that's one of the gems that you'll get in this book this day in Philadelphia Sports if you happen to win it. So feel free. There's still time to enter that contest. We'll have it up for a little while longer on our site. Oh, and you know what? I forgot one other thing. This is not really sports, but we didn't talk about this. I've been licking my wounds. The ladies won last week in Trivia Thursday. Yeah. And uh, it was a close game at least this time. 9-7. So I, I you know, the, the two before that were blowouts. Guys won the first yeah. one, but that was their high watermark. Now the ladies have won three in a row. Maybe we should discuss whether to keep that feature going. Come it's not as much fun as I thought it was gonna be. No, I like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? The ladies keep <laughs> winning. So I don't really understand how that would be something we should keep. Well, we each get a <laughs> we we each get a vote and uh, then we'll have a tiebreaker which I'll vote on alone. Uh-oh. Does that sound That's fair?
3: Answer.
2: No. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll discuss.
0: Okay. We may
2: keep it one more week, one more month, first Thursday of the month, because the guys are trending in the right direction. They only lost by two rather than 12. Fair enough? That is true. All right. Well, let's uh, take our break here. And then we have Martha McSally joining us, U.S. Senator from Arizona. First female Fighter pilot and uh, also has a new book out. We're going to chat about called Dare to Fly. That and more coming up. Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the WFIL app.
1: Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560, WFIL, and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues.
2: It's 4.45 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for tuning in today. We are bringing in now our guest Martha McSally, U.S. Senator, Arizona. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Wonderful, thanks for chatting with us today a little bit and thank you for your service too. 26 years, wow, in the U.S. Air Force, amazing. Hard to believe, huh? Oh <laughs> uh, Well, well uh, yeah, I was uh,
4: very honored uh, to be able to serve and Break some barriers and, and fight for our freedom. So I never would have imagined when I left home at eighteen that I'd be serving twenty six years, but yeah, it was an honor.
2: Well, and now among many other things, your life is, has had in it. Um, you know, you have the book "Dare to Fly: Simple Lessons to Never Giving Up," and uh, just share a little backstory on that for a minute, if you would. How long has this been in the making? Obviously, your whole life in a very real way, but
4: yes, well, I, you know, for a very long time, I've had it in my heart that you know I've been through some unique experiences and. I wanna share them as much as I can with others. I've benefited from others sharing their experiences with me to give me some encouragement on my own journey and path. And so I've had them in my head and my heart for a very long time and uh, had this opportunity and I lived my life after losing my dad when I was 12 years old, like this could be the last year of my life. Uh, I wanna get these lessons out, get these experiences out. Uh, If I can just inspire and support one person and give them some encouragement, uh, then it was totally worth it. I mean, I want to just share, you know I share the stories of how I went from a pudgy, shy kid who was motion sick <laughs> to being the first woman in U.S. history, uh, you know, to fly in combat and later command a combat squadron and taking on the Pentagon in an eight-year battle o- over them making our service women wear burqas and winning, getting a law passed uh, to win and climbing, you know, mountains and running in the Ironman triathlon and I didn't just Uh, do that naturally I had to figure out how to break through barriers overcome obstacles persevere uh, deal with fear and so even though I've had some unique experiences uh, these are common human experiences of fear and failure and um, derailment which a lot of people can relate to right now their plans have been derailed in 2020 they're afraid about the future and so when we fly in combat we never fly solo We always have someone on our wing to support. And my hope is that I can be the wingman to the reader uh, to encourage them. That's what the word encouragement means, to put courage in another. Encourage them in their own journey uh, in order to overcome their fear and reach their potential.
2: I love it. I love it. We're chatting with U.S. Senator Martha McSally. Um, Right out of the shoot. they had this T-37 to Del Rio story. I wonder if you could share it just in a nutshell for, for folks for a moment.
4: Yeah, sure. So as I mentioned, I was motion sick when I was a kid. Uh, my dad passed away when I was 12. My mom's now a single mom, five kids. Uh, those these were not easy years for me, but I was propelled even in my grief and, and struggle as an adolescent. My dad said to me, make me proud before he passed away, and it propelled me to want to do something meaningful with my life. And he served in the Navy as well, but I had no idea. You're 17 when you make these decisions. So yeah. I, off I went to the Air Force Academy. I was given the opportunity to get a full scholarship, and you pay back in service instead of saddling my you know single mom with uh, student debt or you know with the debt for my education and so off i went i thought i wanted to be a doctor um, but when i got there i found out that just because i was a girl i couldn't be a fighter pilot and it just made me mad so i just decided this is exactly what i want to do but it was against the law and it was a very long journey it uh i just had this dream in my heart i was going to be a fighter pilot i excelled where i you know where i was planted blooming or we planted uh, I, I wasn't qualified, though, because I was a little too short, so I had to overcome that obstacle. And when we finally overcame that, I broke my hand. So I had to overcome that obstacle. Uh, and then finally, I went to graduate school. Finally, they changed the law, but they wouldn't change the policy. So out of pilot training, I should have. I earned a fighter, but I couldn't pick one just because I was a woman. So I picked a T-37 instructor pilot job to Del Rio, Texas. Uh, not wasn't the top of my list. But I felt like it was an opportunity for me to continue to fly, to excel, and, and should the door open, keep the dream in my heart so I'd be ready to go. And in 1993, I got a call from the Pentagon saying they were going to change the policy, and they had selected seven of us women who had earned a fighter since the law changed. Wow. And as I look back, had I not broken my hand, had I not then been derailed, which ended up I went to graduate school for a couple of years, and then went on to Del Rio to be an instructor pilot, I wouldn't have been in the right place at the right time when the door opened. So sometimes in the middle of the frustration when things are out of your control, which people can probably relate to right now, yeah. you can't see like, what's going on and you can feel very disappointed or maybe even angry. And I had good days and bad days, but as I look back, had I not taken that um, indirect route, I wouldn't have been in the position to then break barriers, to go fly fighters and be the first woman to fly in combat. So as a person of faith, I see, hey, God was also directing my path. And sometimes you don't see the big picture until you look back. And so I'm blessed that I had the opportunities I did, even though at the time they felt like a derailment. They felt like it was unfair. And I know a lot of people can relate to that right now. Seniors graduating, you know, not being able to have their senior year that they thought from high school or college or a job opportunity that – now isn't there anymore or people who have put their whole uh, hearts and lives into a small business and now it's on the verge of they're not sure if they're going to survive and so these derailments in the moments can feel very scary but if you persevere and you push through just like I did I my prayer and my hope for you is that you will see that even sometimes you end up in a a better position later than you would have even imagined had you not been derailed.
2: You mentioned it briefly in the last moment or so that we have, uh, it reminded me, my father used to be on his knees every day, going to his room, and i go I'd back out quickly, like, oh, sorry, you're praying. And uh, your dad was known to be doing that in college as a, as a man of faith and who was praying as a, as a you know, and you talk about that in, in Chapter 7.
4: Yeah, I didn't know this so much later. You know, I lost him when I was 12, and it took my own journey to find my own faith, you know, through the darkness of loss and grief of him and losing, uh, you know, others and just, you know, very difficult things I went through in, in high school. And as I found out later, I mean, I knew my dad was a man of faith, uh, but I found out later, you know, in letters that others wrote about him, that he was on his knees every single day. And he's what America's all about, came from humble circumstances, you know, worked, was very driven, worked at age eight uh, and never stopped. Uh, died at 49, served in the Navy, used his GI Bill, was driven to make a better life for us kids, and I benefited from that. And part of his book and part of my my journey has been to carry on his legacy uh, to make a difference for others.
2: Senator McSally, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on Dare to Fly.
4: Awesome. I just encourage everybody, go to to daretofly.us, share your story of inspiration with me. I want to hear it. And also you can get a book there. So daretofly.us. God bless you all.
2: You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tim. That's U.S. Senator Martha McSally joining us on the Tim DeMoss Show, Senator from Arizona, the book again called Dare to Fly, Simple Lessons in Never Giving Up. We have a quick break to take and then one final special way of ending our program. That's coming up in just a second. You'll see in a minute. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss
1: Show on AM 560 WFIL? Email D at wfil.com. 4.56
2: 4.56 in the Tim show, going to the phone line with my sweet daughter, Theodora. Hi, honey. Hi. Hi, Daddy. How you doing? I'm good. I'm just coming home from Ellie and Avery. Ellie and Avery, you got to play a little play date action? Yeah. That's nice. You're 10. I am 10. How does it not feel? Until, not until 8.52. That's right. You're technically still nine. Mm-hmm. Boy. This is your last chance. If I give you a lot of candy and money, will you stay nine? Okay, no thanks. <laughs> One more year? What if I throw in two dogs? Nothing. Not the way it works, Dad. <laughs> okay, fine. Have you had a good day so far?
4: Uh-huh. But the best part is when you come home.
2: I can't wait. I can't wait. Going to grill, and maybe we could play a game of World Cup after. Ooh. Would that be fun? The mail cane.
4: Yeah, that will be fun.
2: What country do you think you want to be?
3: Mm-hmm. Papua New Guinea or Guatemala.
2: All right. You can choose because you're the birthday girl. Okay. I'm very grateful for you and God, uh, I'm very grateful to God for blessing our family with you. Young lady, I'll give you a big, big hug when I get home and we'll hang out, okay?
4: Oh, yeah.
2: I love you, dear daughter. I love you, too. Bye for now. See you soon. See you
3: soon.
2: All right. That's uh, my daughter, Theodora, turning 10 today. Yeah, she was born in the evening. So technically, she's still nine for a few more hours and then uh, double digits. And that means she's the she's the caboose in the family, the last of our five children. So in a few hours, I will have no longer, my wife and I no longer have any kids in the single digits, one in college or two in college, and watching them grow. But glad to support them. And glad to cheer them on as God allows uh, those opportunities to happen uh, day by day.
1: Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com